This week's episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers, providing premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to Orlando area or Disney Resort free of charge. You choose the time of delivery and pickup and we do the rest. It couldn't be easier. Book your Kingdom Stroller rental today by visiting KingdomStrollers.com and Mickey Monthly, the Disney fans' monthly subscription box. Visit them at MickeyMonthly.com. If you can't visit the parks, have the parks sent to you. And by MousePros.com. Let these Disney travel specialists help plan your next Disney vacation. MousePros.com offers free concierge service to help guide you every step of the way in planning your perfect Disney vacation. Let them sweat the details so you can focus on the fun. Visit MousePros.com for a free no-obligation quote. Ask for Tiki Bird Sean or any of our friendly agents. And now, on with the show. Wahidi Mekioni Mana, ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait, we forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey, and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. We are your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. I'm Matt. I'm Scott. And I'm Alan. So grab yourself a Dole Whip or a citrus roll, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 196 for the week of July 23rd, 2017. Hello and welcome back to Enchanted Tiki Talk Podcast. This hopefully is your favorite Disney podcast. If it is not, then... Stop listening now because Scott doesn't want to hear that. He doesn't want to know that you don't like him. Uh, you know, he, he's having a hard time dealing with the hate that he gets on this show. But Scott, I love you. I, I really do. You love to hate me. <laughs> doesn't everybody? <laughs> say, obviously, it's not mutual there. <laughs> yeah, apparently not. So, guys, uh, Last week was the D23 Expo that we had a, a fantabulous time talking about, if I do remember correctly. And, you know, have you guys had any other thoughts since we've talked about it at all? I'm, I'm still kind of curious and anxious what they're going to do with, with Epcot. I mean, it, it's obviously... I'm past the point now where it's not going to be Epcot as we know it or how we've always known it. So I'm kind of anxious to see what they're going to do with everything yeah I, I, there's so many questions and details that we don't know that i don't know that there's a much that i can change well you know the one thing that i don't know if we sp- spent a whole lot of time about it was but it was the mini uber like system and it launched for like 20 bucks anywhere on property i really don't know i, I just don't see I don't know if I'm really going to utilize it. Maybe once, but for twenty, for me, twenty bucks—that's all. That's really is a lot compared to like the, what it would cost with Uber. You know? See, well, here's what I think is funny: is they started the concept art when this first got announced of these minivans, and they were like pink Honda Odysseys with mouse ears on them, and now we've got Chevy Traverses that are painted red with white circles on them. Right. Yeah, because they don't have to pay for the cars. Chevy just said, "Here, here you go, free advertising okay. for us. Take it." It's not exactly. Uh economical to have these big old mouse no, ears not sales. <laughs> no but no but, 20 bucks there's no way no, I, I, I think lot. i think to me it's going to come down to how quick do you need to be somewhere and is it last minute you know if you're trying to make an adr you're running late and it's kind of a last resort thing then i can see 
you know, people more and more that option. Um, it's going to be really, I guess, seeing what they're going to do with the other services that provide the same thing, how they approach that. Because, yes, it's cutting into, you know, something they're trying to establish. So it'll be interesting to see how they handle these other businesses and people using them versus the uh, the minivans. Right. I mean, with just the name Disney on it and Disney running it, it's going to go a long way for people, especially people who've never possibly been there before. Right. They're going to be in that bubble and they're going to want to stay probably within that bubble. And even for, you know, some people that just love going to Disney and they're going to probably want to just, just stay, stick with that. But, you know, for me to go from Epcot to Old Key West, we've talked about this through our text messages. I mean, seven, eight bucks it would cost me with Uber. For me to do that and do 20 bucks, I don't know. That's a, that's a big jump there. Well, how much of a difference, if say if you were... I don't know. You, you had your family was down there, and you had eight or nine people. What's the difference between? Uh, obviously, I don't know if eight or nine would fit in traverse, but say if you had to do the was it Uber XL or whatever to fit everybody right. in there. Right. What's the price difference there? I mean, does that start making it's, it where? Yeah, it's, it's close. It's pretty. I believe it's pretty close. I think you're looking at like fifteen, seventeen, something like that. But a Traverse, I think itself is only a seven-seater vehicle, so you're right. still looking minus a driver. Now you're at six. You're still getting two vehicles. Now you're already at forty bucks. Right. True. I, I think, think what they're hoping to capture is the people that aren't Uber and Lyft users already, and don't have that technology maybe readily available to them. And they say, "Well, why wait X minutes for an Uber when here's this minivan? Jump in it, and you're already done." Right. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. You've got people that aren't aware of Uber or don't even know what Uber is. Or, or you get the people that's just, you know, hey, Disney does this. We're just going to do this just because it's Disney and we're here. So, well, I mean, they'll, they'll tout it as, you know, it's private transportation to right. wherever you need to go. Right. Which is really sad if you think about it, because if Disney's tr- busing transportation did a better job, they wouldn't need this. Right. But I mean, how much of it is is on the buses and not like the restrictions they have on the infrastructure i mean there's only so many buses you can have going at one time if you don't have the infrastructure to you know to be able to keep everything flowing like it's supposed to or enough buses or enough people to drive the buses i mean that's a little bit harder too if you're employing you know you need you need to be trained to drive a bus whereas a car you don't need to be trained to drive the car you already you know drive you don't need a special license yeah you don't need anything like that so it's a lot easier having cars running around as opposed to buses right i've always thought it'd be interesting too to see how they go about projecting how many buses they need and when they'll need them i'm sure there's some type of computer that does all this stuff but it always seems like there's never enough you know, at the busy times, you know, they just get swamped. Uh They're not prepared for it. And you would think that by now they would have it figured out better that, oh, we need five buses here instead of two. So, yeah, because that's one of the things I can never understand is how does three Magic Kingdom buses come to the resort at once, (laughs) but you're waiting for Animal Kingdom for 30 minutes? I never understood that. I thought that we were the only one that had that happen. We'd no. stand outside, and you'd have like three Magic Kingdom buses pull up with nobody in line. Yeah. You'd have an Epcot bus pull up that's half full, uh-huh. and then you, you watch all these go by, and you know an hour later your bus pulls up. And you're like, well, finally, and then you don't get on that one. You exactly. have to wait. Again. Yep, it's happened to me <laughs> many times. All right, so let's take a quick break, and we'll be back after this. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your time. 
here are your 25 questions to answer before time is up. Don't fall out of that noble perch, it's perch talk. So we're here live in front of Small World in the Magic Kingdom with a friend of the show, Justine. Justine, say hi. Hi. And we're here to do a perch talk. And we have two minutes on the clock to go through 25 questions as quick as we can. So we're going to start right now. Favorite Disney World theme park? Animal Kingdom. Favorite land in Magic Kingdom? Adventureland. Favorite souvenir? Uh, a Christmas ornament. Favorite quick service? Uh, Columbia Harbor House. Favorite table service? Sanaa. Favorite on-site hotel? Animal Kingdom. Favorite show? Wishes? <laughs> Favorite parade? Oh, the Festival of uh, Fantasy. Favorite fireworks? Uh, wishes. I just cried over That's my last time I'm going to see it. <laughs> Favorite Epcot Pavilion? The land, obviously. <laughs> Favorite time of year to attend Walt Disney World? Oh, Christmas. Monorail or ferry boat? Monorail. Favorite thrill ride? Everest. Dole Whip or Citrus Swirl? Neither. Favorite Main Street Shop? Wow, neither. Favorite? Main Street Shop. The Confectionery. Favorite Princess? Rapunzel. Favorite Prince? Eric. Favorite Disney song? Oh, man. Wishes! <laughs> the Tiki Room song. Favorite non-Disney movie? Lucasfilm, Marvel, Disney brand? Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Favorite sweet treat? Ice cream? The Mickey bar ice cream. Favorite street performer or band? The Dapper Dance. Least favorite attraction? Stitch and also the Great Movie Ride. Wow. Favorite Disney bar or lounge? Uh, top of the world. Favorite pool on property? The Jumbo House pool has been very nice. <laughs> and last one. How do you tour World Showcase? Mexico or Canada? Mexico. All right. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. 148. We did it. All right. And uh, Dan is here as well. Dan, say hi. Hello. <laughs> the New Jersey Constituents in the house. Thanks for listening. So here on this week's episode of Enchanta Tiki Talk, we're going to start a new segment. At least we think we're going to start a new segment. <laughs> it's kind of it a, the feedback the plan. Yeah, exactly. It's a last minute thing. Keith, like I didn't, I didn't say anything earlier, but Keith is not here because he had to work a double at work because somebody was unable to wash the dishes and nobody was able to clean the floor. So Keith has turned into Cinderella for the evening and he's got no ball to go to either. So he's working. So uh, happy cleaning, my friend. Happy cleaning. (laughs) So this segment, we are going to talk about... We're going to start off with the Magic Kingdom and this is going to be something... We'll start with the Magic Kingdom, and we're going to start on Main Street USA and try to work our way around to each one of the seven lands and more. And it'll be five things that we like to see or do on Main Street USA. So it'll be our top five, basically, not broken down to which is our favorite, just our top five as a whole. So uh, let's see, Matt, let's see where you come in on one of your top fives here. Well, the first thing that I thought of was the welcome show, but I have never actually made it there to see the welcome show. So the next <laughs> best thing for me is the actual, you know, trolley show. Once the park gets open and everything, and I think they run it a couple times in the morning. Um, we used to, you know, the first thing we'd get in and go to 
uh, the bakery and get a cinnamon roll and sit there and watch the show. Uh, now we just kind of sit out front because they don't have cinnamon rolls there and watch the, watch the uh, trolley show. So that was the first thing that I thought of. That was on my list as well. That's, uh, <laughs> we, we knew this was going to happen. We talked about this before. Because literally this was a last minute segment that we just sat here trying to decide what we're going to do. But that is on my list. But I've also kind of, you know, clang, clang, clang with the trolley. My, I kind of roll that into also all of the characters on Main Street as well with all the interaction, the mayor and the, uh, the fire marshal there. I kind of roll that all into one just because it's the whole experience of Main Street USA. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you know, the welcome show, the, the trolley show is so much fun. They, you know hop off there and they start singing and dancing and people come to a stop, sit there and watch or stand there and watch. And like I said, there's no more cinnamon rolls. And as I used to do the same thing was, was enjoy my cinnamon roll while watching the show. Uh, it's a shame that the cinnamon roll is gone, but at least the show is still there. So at least we have that. Yeah. And the last time that we were there, uh, we took my youngest son. He actually went to the barber shop, he had his haircut and the rest of my family, I think they had gone either to meet Mickey or, Tinkerbell or one or the other. Well, as they were coming back, they got caught by the trolley show, and one of the uh, singers actually walked them over to the barber shop, and she sat there for I don't know, fifteen minutes, just you know, talking to us like she was a normal person. You know, she never broke character. She was, you know, just a, you know, one of the, the magic parts about about Disney. She never just broke character and carried on a conversation with us, and then finally, I guess she had to get backstage to get ready for the next show or whatever she took off but i thought it was really cool that you know she kind of escorted them over to the barber shop and then sit there and just kind of hung out and talked with us that's awesome that's one of the, you don't get that at six flags <laughs> do, do, do they have a trolley show at six flags i, I don't know <laughs> i haven't been to a six a flags shop. in like 20 years <laughs> i don't know <laughs> they, they probably have a barber shop but you don't want to go in it right exactly <laughs> Well, speaking of which, I'll jump into my first one, and the Harmony Barbershop is actually one of my favorite things on Main Street USA because it's something that, you know, most everywhere else probably does not have. But the fact that, you know, you can go and get a haircut there for cheaper than most anywhere even outside the parks, but getting your child's first haircut there is even more special, so I had to put Harmony Barbershop on there. Yeah, but didn't you have a bad experience with the first haircut? No, it wasn't a bad experience. Cooper just cried. Oh, that's that's what it was? Yeah. Oh, okay. But we'll um, actually be going there probably this weekend to get Tucker's first haircut. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, like we, um, uh, you know, we didn't have a great experience. The cast members that were in there when we did that weren't too friendly at all. It was kind of disappointing for us, so we didn't feel the magic. But I hear most people never have a problem there. Maybe it was because it was the end of the day and the, the people were fed up. But we didn't feel the magic to, to go back there, which is a shame because I want to have the magic and get some pixie dust in my hair, but I don't think it's going to happen. You can always just stop by there and say, just put some pixie dust on me. That's true. They might just throw it in my face, though. I mean, I would. I mean, they would do it just because it's you, but... Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. (laughs) The next thing I had um, is kind of similar to what we were talking about with, you know, first walking in the park. I always love going in with with my boys and just seeing you know how they react to everything and just the look on their faces when they see you know the castle they they remember everything from the trip before but it seems like whenever you come under the train station they're seeing everything again for the first time so that it's always a you know enjoyment of mine just to see the way they react to 
walking through and seeing the characters out and you know the castle down main street and everything so that's one of the big things i look forward to yeah that's i had that on my list kind of a different way but just when you go through well it's not security anymore but when you go through the turnstile and just seeing the train station as the you know welcome to magic kingdom and then entering the show and seeing all the attraction posters and then making your way onto main street itself just that entrance itself is so cool yeah like see for me was you can't i mean there's nothing better than walking to main street usa for the first time in your trip there, there there literally is nothing better than that that when you're seeing main street for the first time other people are, are going to say it's going to be epcot or or animal kingdom but main street it's just so magical stepping into into this fantasy world that's been created for everyone to enjoy but going a step a little bit further for me is going up on to the the train station up there and viewing main street and sitting there and standing there looking at the castle looking at main street and people watching from up there enjoying the whole experience of main street i love that i I could just sit there for hours and take that in it's like it's not a secret spot or anything like that it's just to me that's like a magical spot of main street that i just enjoy my kids enjoy running around there i remember my son walking around there when he first started to walk, he was loving that and, you know, falling down a little bit. It was so much fun and, and taking pictures from up there and, you know, just watching people, watching the crowds go by, watching the characters line up in the morning and people getting their pictures with Pluto and some of the other characters there or the afternoon parade, you know, watching the afternoon parade from the up there if you can get a spot. So that for Main Street for me, it's just like that is like a huge wow moment. I mean, you, you walk into Main Street for the first time, it's incredible. But when you're up there watching everything, you're just like, man, this is just, it's like peaceful because sometimes there's nobody up there or very few people and you can have it to yourself. You can just have that spot. You can just be like, for a second here, let me be by myself and, and just watch the people below me. And I just love that. Is there any better people watching spot in any of Disney than that? Like you said, watching people come in and then at night watching all the adults have meltdowns as they leave. (laughs) (laughs) I've always said that I've wanted to, you know, catch a parade up there and I've never, you just have to devote so much of your time to getting there early to stake out a spot. And I've I've just never been able to pull it off. So yeah, night for nighttime, Okay, you don't have to worry about it now. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it now. But I mean, that's something I Fireworks. always wanted to see from up there was the nighttime parade. But I brought this up up in the past was like, isn't Main Street USA like the perfect spot for like a restaurant? Though I mean, don't you know how popular that would be if you can do something like that? Even if it was like limited, I God, I would love. I that. mean, a dessert it, party from up there. Well, dessert party would be awesome. Yeah, but you would either. Because obviously the train tracks and everything are not going anywhere, and the, that's so you're gonna be kind of limited as far as your space. But you do have, you know, so much that you could expand on or something to, you know, add something where you could use, like you said, a dessert party or, you know, special event or something. I think that would be, you know, awesome to do there. All right. So next one I've got is going to be. Everyone's favorite barbershop quartet, the Dapper Dance. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime gal. See, I always think of the frog from 
the old Warner Brother oh. cartoons when I hear that song. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> right? I do too. Kane in the top hat. <laughs> yeah, I've, it's on my list. I didn't exactly put the, the Dapper Dans. I just put the music. You know, you know, Dapper Dans, the actual background music, just everything that goes on uh, in, in Main Street. It's one of my favorite areas with the music and everything. They just kind of play, you know, a nice eclectic collection of, of everything that you hear kind of throughout the park and all that. Yeah, the the, the Dapper Dans are incredible. They're so much fun to to enjoy. You know, I always feel bad like when they're performing and there sometimes there might be only be like four or five people there watching. It always bothers me for some reason because I feel like they they should be on like top of the train station just like performing up there, you know, <laughs> to a much larger audience because some people just walk by and they just don't realize like, what's going on. So uh, the Dapper Dans are fun. They're they interact with people, you know, they'll sing to people, they'll help you get engaged if you need to. I've seen that happen a few times, so you know, the Dapper Dans definitely deserve to be in there. Yeah, the interaction alone with them, you know, they love to do happy birthday. They love to interact and sing to the guests specifically. Obviously, they've got their set and their songs that they already planned out. But they, you know, they'll walk around and just talk with people even if they're not singing. But, you know, how they're plugged into that area of Main Street they're on, it's, it's always fun to, to hear them as you're walking past. And, and even when there's a large crowd and you don't really know what's going on, you, you hear them, but you don't see them, and then to go over and to actually enjoy them. And then when they they turn into the cadaver dance for the Halloween party, that's even Which better. Which is the best. Yes. So you get two different types of uh, dance there performing. <laughs> <laughs> the two dance. The two Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> Found a way to bring men. Exactly. Nice. So I don't know whose turn it is. I don't know if it's mine or, or whatnot. I have two. Where's everybody at? Uh, yeah, I've got two left. I've got two left. All right, so, all right, so I, well, I should go. I have another one. Um, yeah. Uh, the next one for me would be having a hot dog at Casey's. I love one of the. It's one of those things where I prefer to have it more at the end of the day. It just seems to taste better, and you're always hungry. You're, you know, you're hungry at midnight, and you're like, I got to get that snack and enjoy a nice hot dog. But other, you know, when you want to enjoy it other times of the day, one of the best times to, to enjoy it is when there's a parade going on, too. And it's it's not necessarily the best hot dog in the world, but it just, it's like, I don't know, it just brings back so many memories over the years of, of stopping there just for a quick bite and enjoying the hot dog and throwing some mustard on there, maybe getting some fries. And I just enjoyed the experience, you know, it. First, you know, for a time there, you feel like you're at a baseball game inside, you know, the Magic Kingdom. And I know I, I'm pretty sure that if Keith was uh, on the show tonight, he would he would say Casey's in the, is in the top five as well. So uh, there's Casey's. It's been a long, long time since I've actually stopped the Casey's to eat, just because I have a hard time paying that kind of money for a hot dog. So yeah, yeah it's ridiculous. I, I did see where they're running a special. Is it Saturday? I think is National Hot Dog Day or something. So there, there's some special that you get three hot dogs. I have no idea what the price is for it, but uh, probably uh, forty six bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I always like cutting through Casey's, you know, just yep. to kind of cut the corner off, and you get to watch, you know, the, the cartoon and all that kind of stuff. But just cutting through that corner, just I always. It's just kind of a, one of the things I do, but I, I very rarely stop there unless it's to get like a drink or something. 
And I've honestly never eaten in there, so. Cause you, Can't cause add much to that one. Because you're just an oddball. Because <laughs> <laughs> they have yeah. mustard in there. Yeah, I don't, exactly. You're afraid of mustard. Like, did the. Did like the mustard bottle attack you in your sleep when you were younger? Probably. Like, does McDonald's have a character of mustard? Like, you got the Hamburglar, Ronald McDonald, and you have Mustardo. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the mustache on him. Uh huh. Wee <laughs> wee, oui, oui, Scott. I am going to spray my mustard all over you. <laughs> no. How did Mustardo end up being French? <laughs> I don't know. Sounds like a French name. Bustardo. <laughs> That'd be more Italian. Yeah. I was, he's, I was he's, thinking Spanish, but... He's, maybe, Fran- <laughs> maybe he was born on the border of France and Italy or something. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so moving along. <laughs> um, kind of similar to, to Casey... I just enjoy the smells up and down Main Street. I mean, mm-hmm. you get you know the, the popcorn. Well, it, all of it. I mean, you get the popcorn. Starbucks. No, I, I I can't stand the smell <laughs> of coffee. So, um, popcorn. You get the bakery, or not the bakery, the confectionery. You get the smells coming out of Casey's. They're not always great, especially if there's a lot of sauerkraut that day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, just the the smells Ice in general. Parlor. Does the ice cream parlor have a smell? Yes. Oh, yeah. Waffle. Ah, uh, that's right. Yeah, waffles. Okay. Yep. Yes. So include that one in there. <laughs> yeah, just the, <laughs> uh, just the, the smells on Main Street is, is, you know, I'd pay money just to walk down Main Street and smell stuff. Especially everyone after a hot, sweaty day. Matt, that's I'll, the best. I'm just going to let you in on something, <laughs> is that you are paying just to walk down Main Street and smell something. <laughs> <laughs> And it's $127 a day. Uh-uh, I'm going to go ride stuff. Uh, you think you are. Just don't go Christmas Day. But <laughs> oh, trust me. That won't happen. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a fun thing to do is walk down Main Street. I mean, that's one of those things that always draws me into to Casey's at the end of the day. You know, you're smelling that hot dog sauerkraut. And even though I don't like sauerkraut, you're smelling it and you're just like, I'm hungry. But then once I'm done with the hot dog, I smell the ice cream, the waffles over there. Like, oh, now oh, I need hungry. ice cream. Yeah, now I need ice cream to wash it down. But then you see the line, you're like, nope, not happening. <laughs> and then you work your way down to the confectionery. And then you can smell, you know, the the sweet aromas of uh, cotton candy and apples and, and everything else. And, and the confectionery is on my list. For one of those reasons with the smells is, is you walking in there and the smell just draws you in and, and you just need you feel the need that you must go in there and buy something, which always happens anytime I'm in the confectionery. So, you know, that's just one of those things that brings the charm to Main Street. I like the confectionery that it used to be way back when, you know, maybe 10 years ago. I know they used to have the shelves over the things overhead. I think I don't know. I think a train went by overhead. I, I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, train went around. I, I missed that part of it because that just mm-hmm. added something else to the confectionery, and they kind of genericized the confectionery over the years. But I still love walking in there. I love going in there and watching them when they're making stuff, and, yeah. and they just kind of right. slobbering all over the glass and all that. So <laughs> you glass liquor. So I can't help it sometimes. <laughs> all right. So the next one I've got is going to be. Something that happens every day at five o'clock, right there at Main Street outside the train station. But it's the flag retreat. Like it's... I thought you were say the five o'clock parade. <laughs> no, I know Keith and I 
you know, enjoy this one a lot. I know you guys have mentioned it as well, but it's, it's something that if you're in the area, I highly recommend it. It's kind of a little hidden gem, but just to see, you know, a, a service person getting recognized and just the, the whole ceremony itself. You've got Main Street Band, you've got Dapper Dan's, um, just everyone that's there. And, and that whole ceremony itself is, is really cool to watch. I've never actually timed it where I can see it. But it, it's one of those things I would love to be there at the right time to see. And you know, I'm, I'm sure it's just chill bump inducing just to see it. So I would love to, to catch it one time. I always seem to catch it at the end of the ceremony or before it starts when when they're just there. I've actually never sat there throughout the whole process. But I've watched several videos online on it uh, you know, people have posted it for for different reasons, and it does. It always gets you, and you're always just you could really, you definitely, you definitely appreciate um, the what have, people have done for our country when you when you get to see that ceremony or or hear it even from the distance. So, everybody right. out there who has you know served us, thank you for that. We appreciate it. our listeners, family members of our listeners. We appreciate that. We truly do. It's because of them that we have Disney to enjoy. Yep, that's true. I just had the picture in my mind now because Sean said he always walks up at the end, him walking up and the crowd dispersed. He's like, hey, where's everybody going? <laughs> <laughs> what did that do? That does happen. <laughs> All right, what's the next one you list, Sean? Uh, I think I'm on my last one since I brought up the confectionery with that. So... One of my all-time favorite things to do is looking at all the windows on Main Street USA. Nice. You yes. know, that's just one of those things, you know, trying to find you know your favorite Imagineer or, or looking for Walt's window or whether it's above you or literally you know on um, eye level or on, the, on one of the side streets there it's it's just so much fun looking through there and I always try every time I'm down there I try to focus on a new window each time because I don't always have the time to go down and examine every single one but I'll always on every trip I'll always look at one and, 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 and take that in and I know um, uh, Jeff uh, Jeff Heimbach. Jeff Heimbach had a book for the windows of Walt Disney World and I have the book and I think it's great it really goes into in depth on the meaning of, of why the the people the people have those windows. It could be somebody who, you know, was an artist that did work on Main Street or anything in one of the, the Disney parks. So it's just fascinating to see that and, and and the idea of, you know, these people put a life's their life's work and their life's, you know, work history in, into working the parks and they're getting something in there that's gonna be remembered by Everybody, because it's up there in the window. I just, it's just fascinating that it's on there. So, you know, little kids out there, you have the opportunity to have a window in, on Main Street. You know, you might come up with the next great idea and become one of the great Disney Imagineers of all time, and you'll have a window up there. I'm sure Joe Rody will have one up there in the not too distant future. So, it's fun to look at that and and see why it's there it could be uh an artist or, or music it could be music lessons and for that for that imagineer that created music for the parks and it's cool to see how the the puns they work off yes. of how they do it you know i think the music lessons is the sherman brothers i actually am very privileged that two of my college professors each have a window on main street so to see those it's always cool to walk past and see their window wow i when i went to college i had three professors that had windows on main street 
I, I, Main I Street, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting to see the window that Scott gets for the, the most visits to Disney Springs in a lifetime. Oh, I know. Oh, that's already there. <laughs> up above Uniqlo. <laughs> well, similar to the windows you're talking about, I always love watching, and I know it's got a specific name, but I can't think of it right now, but the windows for... Um, the Emporium, where you have the different Oh, yeah, during scenes. the holidays, they change it out. And, right, yeah, right. you've got the different scenes from like whatever movie they're trying to promote at that point in time, but I can remember as a kid, you know, walking through there and seeing, you know, scenes for uh, Sword in the Stone and right. uh, uh, the Black Cauldron and all that kind of stuff, but I always love just, you know, standing there for just a minute, just kind of taking in those scenes and everything when you, as you're moving down Main Street. You know how many people don't stop and look at that, though? That's the a amazing lot. thing. A lot. It's just I, it's just there for some people. There's an article, I don't know if it was like the New York Times or Wall Street Journal, something that put out this this past holiday that they said between Disney Springs and Magic Kingdom, their window displays are up there as some of the top window displays in the world to compare with Chicago's Magnificent Mile and like Fifth Avenue of New York. Oh really? Yeah. I was never I'm not I'm never really impressed with the the ones in New York, except for like Macy's, a lot of the ones on Fifth Avenue, they're just stuff I'm never going to afford, and they're just not my style, right? You know? But I think it's the you know exactly what Matt's saying the interaction and right. the movement within them, and just how they theme them so well. Exactly. <laughs> Exactamundo. <laughs> Mustardo. <laughs> Mustardo. <laughs> Mustardo needs so the- a theme song, though. <laughs> I'm sure you'll come up with one. I need to think of something. So the last one I've got on my list is ending the day around the hub with Walt and Vicky and Hubgrass and watching the fireworks. <laughs> Sorry, Scott. <laughs> I came up with one. Now you need lyrics to go along with it. Here comes Mr. Thanks for ruining my last one. I was going to say, I misheard you. I, I think you said something about smoking grass on the hub or something like that. <laughs> Too busy coming up with words for that song. <laughs> Somebody out there write us a song. <laughs> I'm sure we've got some musicians out there. I'm sure. I know we have artists. You know we need musicians. And somebody out there is, is who's creative is like they're gonna create the Mustardo character. Mustardo. <laughs> Mustardo. <laughs> I'm sure at least we'll come up with something on that yeah, one. I know. <laughs> She's like. <laughs> that would be Spartan funny. mustard all over me. Oh my god, yes, it's gotta happen. Uh, He's crying. Nightmares are made of it. It's nightmare fuel children. But it's gotta be little sky. It's gotta be little sky. It's like a, it's like a four-year-old. Stand, standing in my crib. Yeah. <laughs> There's Mustardo in the background staring at him. <laughs> it's like, you don't have the, those horror movies, uh, Paranormal Affectivity or something like that. This right. is like uh, Mustardo... Mustardo, the the great activity. I don't know whatever, but <laughs> staring at you while you sleep. God, I am staring at you while you sleep. That's Dracula. <laughs> so he went from French to now he's Dracula. Ah, I've come to spray on you. <laughs> okay, what, well, Skyler? Come on, let's let's get this back on track. Just <laughs> yeah, what what, is, what happened? <laughs> Sean's lost it. I never had it, my friend. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I'll admit that. It is true. 
All right, Scott, do you want to restate your your last one since uh, Sean was too busy making music over there? Wait, do you remember the cartoon The Littles? Here come the Littles. I think they're like these little people that like <laughs> little people that lived. I don't know in like a shoe or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't remember that. Forget. All right, let's move on. It just proves your point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so again, my final one was enjoying the hub and being around Walt and Mickey at the statue and, and where the new hub grass is and just sitting there and watching the castle, especially at night for the fireworks and kind of enjoying that whole area. Do you have a favorite side of the hub to be on for that? As you're facing the castle to the left, where we watched it when you were here. Right. Yes, that was fun. Especially the frozen part. I meant more of trying to find you as the lights were dim <laughs> in the middle of 10,000 people. Yeah, I watched Wishes with Scott, too, on the left-hand side. That is his favorite spot. Yeah, that's, that's that is definitely... A great part of Main Street. That's just the... Is that the end or is that the beginning of Main Street? That's something to ponder. I guess it depends on what direction you're heading. Uphill or downhill. That's true. Both ways. In the snow. Mm-hmm. Barefooted. <laughs> so that rounded out my top five. I mean, the the other honorable mention for me... I don't know. Did you finish yours, uh, Matt? Yes. Okay. So an honorable mention for me, which really isn't an honorable mention because can't really mention it is would be watching main would be watching main street usa or spectro for main street but they're no longer there there's no nighttime parade so yeah i i had thought about putting that on my list too i was like can i really put on my list since it's not really there right. so that would have well, been in my I, top five. i put his mind fireworks and parades because you still have your at least your afternoon parade but i don't like watching the fireworks for main street well no but if, down in the hub is still what we're considering main street yeah, so true. that's and I mean, and how often do you watch? The, I, I don't know if I've ever seen an afternoon parade. I mean, I've watched pieces of it as I'm, you know, going past it to the next attraction or whatever. But I don't know if I've ever stopped and watched an afternoon parade. We have not seen the new one yet, just because we're—it's not often that we're in the park at three o'clock. We're usually yeah, in the pool, right. you know. Yeah. So, or we do like you said, we catch the end of it, or just the beginning of it. We're walking out at three o'clock, so I have yet to sit there and watch the whole thing. I think it took me probably two years to see it in whole just because of uh, it's the heat of the day. And like you said, it's when you're going back to the pool or you just don't want to be there with the crowds. Right. Yep. Or you're too busy passing out on the bus. Right. That too. <laughs> Thoughts of Mustardo. <laughs> Mustardo. <laughs> no, don't start that. <laughs> Why don't you end it now, Matt? <laughs> on that note. Uh, so that's going to do it for this week. We'd love to hear from you guys. If y'all have any anything you want to contribute as far as your favorite parts of Main Street, reach out to us. Let us know. First, let us thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers provides premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to your Disney resort. For more information, please visit KingdomStrollers.com. Check out Mickey Monthly to have magic from the parks delivered straight to your door. Visit MickeyMonthly.com for more information. Also, head over to MyFantasyBands.com where you can get customized Magic Band covers for your next Walt Disney World vacation. You can use the code EnchantedTikiTalk20 to save 20% off your custom order at MyFantasyBands.com. Be sure to let us know what you thought about the show. Head over to EnchantedTikiTalk.com or Facebook.com slash EnchantedTikiTalk to leave a comment about the show. You may email us at podcast at EnchantedTikiTalk.com and leave a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. Check out the store at redbubble.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Tiki Talk Podcast. 
Lastly, if you enjoyed the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And I am Mustardo. No, Mustardo, <laughs> go away. I am, um, you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M-I-N Disney Dream, MouseWorldVacations.com and MousePost.com. And you can find um, that other guy, and thank you. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me hiding from Mustardo on Twitter at Scotty Campbell or on Instagram at Scotty Boy. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at mholly579. And with all that being said, Alan's all you, buddy. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith and Matt, I'm Alan. And this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. See, now the the thing like with with Alan would be like, he'd be like, oh, God, he's why does he now? Now I have this Mustardo character that's going <laughs> to pop up every now and then. He's like, he's like the t- you have the Tiki Ooze that yes. he hated, Tiki nuts, so, yeah, Tiki nuts, Tiki Ooze, and he'd be like, now, now I got to deal with Mustardo, and then you know you're gonna have hashtag Mustardo or something like that. Mustardo the Great or, or Mustardo the Scary. Mustardo the Scary is probably better. And, I always love randomly starting the. Uh... Beer is not a snack. Uh, beer is not a snack. Yeah, but, oh, he hated that one, and it, it was funny because we way back when when that the beer is not a snack thing was I was like messaging, um, uh, Boston beer, Boston Samuel Adams Boston Lager. I tweeted right. out to them. I said, "Is beer a snack?" And Alan's like, "Oh no!" And they said, <laughs> "It can be a snack. You know, if it wants to be a snack, it can be a snack." And you know, we just, I just, we just wouldn't let it die. It was just one of those funny things that we could always do, right? You know, <laughs> but but Mustardo and and wishes. I mean, look at look at wishes, man. It took him so long to break down to do wishes. I know. Now, Miss Dardo needs a song. Definitely needs a song. Well, we first have to uh, figure out his origin. Is he <laughs> Is he French? Dracula? Is he French? Is <laughs> well, he Italian? Is he Spanish? Well, you know, you know, the originally that you're afraid of is is the yellow mustard, which is considered French mustard, right? I believe, and French mustard could be very scary at times so what happened to mustardo was that he was he was created in a lab and in order for him to survive he must he must eat suck on other mustards so you know he started off this bottle mustard sucking (laughs) off other bottles (laughs) he started off as yellow mustard right and then then he he, turned into dijon yeah he went to dijon and you know so he's got a little bit of yellow mustard left and they went to tanned a little bit yeah, he started changing colors, and then he and then he discovered um, uh, golden's 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 mustard, and it became a little more spicy as well. And then he found the the mustard that's like mayo. Is that Duke's? Whatever. No, Duke's just Duke's mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Yeah, Duke's, Duke's just mayonnaise. Did you say douche? Duke's <laughs> no. Just mayonnaise. No, no, I didn't say that. Kind of cream. Um, there was a, there's like a there's like a mustard that's like a mayo or something like that. So he he really got confused at, the, at that time, Mustardo. So it's all it's all these different dialects that come into in, into play with Mustardo. It's just very confusing for the poor guy. And then he ended back with French's and Heinz. Yeah, and I mean he got into a fight with a ketchup bottle too, and the ke- he the ketchup bottle wanted have to be sucked on, but Mustardo had nothing to do with that. And then Relish joined as a threesome. <laughs> Oh, Scott. Wow. <laughs> this is some sick comic series. You guys in the imagination. <laughs> I figured. Can, 
can we get Sean a job? Yeah, I definitely need a job. <laughs> the things that he sits at home and ponders right now. I just sit there and move stars. Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Log on to MousePros.com to plan your perfect Disney vacation. And Mickey Monthly, where you can get the park sent directly to you. And by Kingdom Strollers. Visit KingdomStrollers.com on your next visit to Orlando. Or call 407-271-5301 for premium stroller and crib rentals. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.